morning everybody you're listening to the voice i said come on now dig me the one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay now i'm gonna be really honest with you this morning i really don't know what to say i really don't um i was sitting here and i was thinking what do i say today i do know that i want to be encouraging uplifting and inspirational in some way to affect somebody today. Oftentimes these conversations that I have in the mornings, they're designed with me because <laughs> I, 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 I need it myself, y'all, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, who, who makes the comedian laugh? I used to say all the time. And even though what, what we talk about in the morning is not a laughing matter, it kind of like is, is where I am today. You know, I, I need motivation in my life sometimes myself. I think when I get in moments like this, I, I often res, resort back to the same thing over and over and over. And when I find myself in, in certain predicaments, I can always fall back on the same thing over and over. So while I'm sitting here trying to figure out what to say to you, the, the one thing that I did do this morning that I find to be very consistent in me is that I find myself grateful. I'm ever grateful for the things that God has done for me. I may not always know what to say, but I know how to say thank you. I do. 
I know how to remember and reflect back on where I come from. I know how to realize where all my blessings come from. I, I, I'm very, very conscious of my journey that I've been on, the, the one that was from then until now. That journey right there is is it's been it's been it's been uh it's been difficult, man. It really, really has. I I ain't gonna lie to you. Um me becoming successful was very difficult. But as hard as this is to say, I really, really mean this. I wouldn't change nothing about the trip I've been on. Number one, because I can't change anything about it. So I never live my life in regret. But the main thing is, was I discovered along the way, now, not during the process, when you're going through rough moments, you can't hardly see the good in it at the time. It's just rough for you. It seems unexplainable, and oftentimes I thought it was unfair. But as I am now, I needed every single thing that happened to me, that happened to me, to happen to me. I hope that makes sense to you. I needed everything to happen in the exact order and the exact way that it happened in order for me to be the person that I've become. And that right there, man, is, is just very comforting to me. Bishop Jakes told me one time, he said, the closer you get to God, the more friendly you all become, the more he will reveal to you uh, the how comes and the what fors of a lot of things that's happened to you. Because a lot of times what troubles us is we just can't understand why we lost that loved one back then. We just can't understand why we didn't get what we wanted back then. We just don't understand how come our plan didn't work out and we had to fail so miserably back then. We don't understand the answers to these things. Well, the closer I've gotten to God, the more those explanations have become crystal clear to me. And see, the one thing that I came to the realization, everybody, is that the things that was happening to me, they wasn't really all bad. They really wasn't. That. They, they didn't taste good when it was happening. I didn't enjoy what I was going through. But as I look back on them and reflect now, it wasn't all bad. Some of those things were so necessary for me to get the information. Because, see, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I said, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I kind of like to think that I know something about some things every now and then. And the things I am convinced about, I don't really, really care for people trying to talk me off mine. So I can be stubborn and hard-headed sometimes. God knows that about me. So I think to get some of the messages crystal clear through to me that I needed to learn, that was this process I had to go through. That process was my journey. It was my trip. It was my woe, my pain. See, everybody got them different. It don't matter what it is. Everybody got a woe. Everybody got a pain. 
Everybody got a trial. Everybody got some tribulations. Everybody got some challenge. I don't care who you are. Dude, quit looking at me thinking that I got it going on so tough. Man, but Steve, yeah, it's easy for you to say that, but you ain't here. You don't know where I've been. If you would stop hanging yourself up on your past, worrying about your woes and your troubles and the situation you're in, and start praying and start asking God to get you through it. See, a lot of times you messed it, you you messed the message up yourself. Because when you're going through some stuff, you ask God to remove it and take it away. That ain't the lesson you got to learn. Your lesson sometimes has got to it's got to be how to be strong, how to see it through, how to bear under it, how to carry that weight long distances for long periods of time. That's how you get strong. The lesson is is to make you stronger, but to make you stronger, you got to carry the weight. You can't get stronger, you don't go to the gym, or you don't do something at your house to lift your own body weight. See, a lot lot of people can't even do push-ups. They they can't get down and in the course of a day give you 100 push-ups because they 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 ain't never tried it. They about they get to 20 and they shake it so bad they stop. Woo, that's too much for me. Well, let me tell you something. So I learned to quit praying to take stuff away. My prayer became to give me the strength to handle it. People oftentimes ask me, how do you do all that you do in the course of the day? I don't really know. I just know I can. Because I know God don't put more on you than you can bear. So when you ask me how you do all of what you do in the course of the day, I got God. God is good. He'll get you through whatever it is you're going through. So when you're tripping and you don't know what to say, reflect and be grateful for all you reflect on. Think about God's goodness and watch what he do for you. That's the cold part, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? I'm excited today. You know why? Because I'm alive and well. You know why? Because of God's grace and mercy. You know why? Because it's a promise of his. You know why? Because he loves us so very much. You know why? Because he created us. That's it. That's a good reason to be excited today, folks. I don't care what's going on in this world. Don't let this world inside your house. Don't let this world inside your heart. Don't give this world no section of your soul. No, sir. No, sir. I only surrender to God. That is it. So today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Steve Harvey sitting up in here just glad. For what? I'm just, I just told you. I just told you what I was glad about. Shirley Strawberry. I'm going to turn on my mic, and then I'm going to tell you I'm glad, wow. too. I'm glad right with you, Steve. I thought I thought <laughs> you was, like, tripping or something. I, I said, know. okay, guess she ain't want to hear that this morning. <laughs> always, always Carla good to hear that word. Uh-huh. Blessing, highly favored. I got you, Shirley. You were praying, <laughs> thanking him. Nephew Amen. Tommy. I'm glad about it. Yes, sir. Top of the morning. Morning. Yeah. Everything, morning, everything. Morning. morning. Well... Friday. For those of you that haven't heard the news, Arizona has conceded Uh to Joe Biden. 
Yeah, yes, he sir. won. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he won uh-huh. the state. Arizona has ended their count. The representative on, on there, uh, who's also Republican, mm-hmm. uh, the Georgia is going into a hand count. The, the guy that's in charge of that is a Republican. Yep. Yeah. He said he's counting the votes fairly, even though the guy he voted for didn't win. That's right. Oh. Mm. I saw him. The lieutenant governor, yeah. Right. In Georgia. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Next Wednesday is when we'll get those results, Steve. Mm-hmm. So then that's it. Ain't no need to recount in Philly. You lost by over Philly, <laughs> 50. You can recount Georgia. You're down by 14. You're not finna come back 14. And and amen. And and let me say this to y'all. I want you all to understand uh, what you have to be paying attention to. There okay. is no widespread voter systematic voter fraud, voters <laughs> fraud yeah. which yeah. is what you look for. Are you gonna find somebody dead who voted? Yes. Oh, yes. All the time. Somebody yeah. sent a ballot to somebody's house. They uncle died. They sent it back in like he voted. Yes. But that happens on both sides. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah. It happens every, every election. election. Mm-hmm. Every election. They know that. But they are looking for widespread. And there is not, there is not a Republican governor, assembly chair, attorney general of a state, anybody who has said they have found anything. His family is split about it. Ivanka wants him to find a way to gracefully walk away. His two sons, who he raised just like him, wants him to fight. Uh, whatever fight. y'all do. Get out. <laughs> I, but every, every fight got an end to it, though. Every, every, yeah. white, every fight got an ass whooping. Yes, Winner, sir. loser. <laughs> All right, ask the CLO coming up right after this at 32 minutes after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to go rogue, which is powered by the super stylish 2021 Nissan Rogue. So, Steve, quickly, please tell us about when going rogue turned out right for you. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Yes. Oh, that. Oh, you talking about me? <laughs> that yes, part. You, that sir. Part. Going rogue. Well, uh-huh. what portion of my life are we dealing with today? <laughs> you tell us yeah. what you feeling. <laughs> Rich rogue. Poor rogue, what is it? Come on. Famous I rogue. rogue. Nah. Transition. In the middle rogue. Yeah. <laughs> go rogue. Uh, how about my latest rogue? Let's what go. You, uh, go rogue. This would be an interesting story of comeback proportions. Okay. Uh, never okay. been said on the radio. Oh. Uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, a certain network that I will not mention. Uh, it only has three letters in it, and it's major. <laughs> that narrowed it down. Do. Come on. Yeah. And it's not ABC. <laughs> and it's not CBS or FOX. It's neither one of them. But I'm not going to say. Okay. Released an article out two years ago at the beginning of the year to the sort of Hollywood reporter that we're looking for someone like Steve Harvey who's able to do it all. Uh-huh. We need another one of him too. Well, some things happened and they got into a dispute with a certain company that I'm involved with and so they decided, I'll tell you what, let's get rid of him. So they took what they thought was a TV show or two And to their demise, 
the two, they wanted to get rid of me and thought if they took both of them that they would cancel it. What they didn't realize was I was going to go rogue. I was not going to do a letter writing campaign. I was not going to ask them for my job back. I simply remembered something that I learned a long time ago. When someone closes a door, you need to go rogue and go up the hallway because Mm. there are oftentimes another door that God wants you to go through just because that one closed. So when the door closed, you don't stand there knocking on the door. You got to go rogue. Go up the hallway and see what God has in store for you. I went up the hallway and next thing you know, excuse me, an announcement, Uh Steve Harvey's Facebook show is the number two viewed spectacle on the entire Facebook platform. Yeah, yeah. Hey, all right. Go rogue. Go rogue. Go rogue, Steve. Yes. You know why yes, that yes. happened? Why? Because I went rogue. Because <laughs> I don't give nobody control of me except my heavenly father. Amen. Amen. All right, Steve. Amen. Uh Let's keep it going. Why not? Let's go rogue with your favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO. It is being sponsored today by the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now, this one is from Busted in Missouri. Uh, Busted says, yeah, Busted says, I've been married for two years, and my wife and I live in a building with a great gym. I use it as my creep spot because only two people can be there being there at a time and my wife does not work out. I was in the gym one night getting an oral treat from a friend and the next day our building manager put a note on our door. You 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 heard heard me, you heard me. Put put a note on our door with a $500 fine for having sex in a public place. My wife did not understand the fine, so she emailed management. Then they emailed her a video of the alleged act. Luckily, the video is grainy, so you can't tell it's me. My wife is trying to get an attorney to fight this fine. I just don't want it to go, I I just want it to go away. How should I handle this? What What? you need to do, dog, is take $500 down to that damn office. (laughs) Immediately. And pay that damn fine. (laughs) And then every, when your wife gets that lawyer, (laughs) you go down to that lawyer's office. Uh Mm-hmm. And put five. in a terrorist <laughs> threat. Steve. <laughs> if you call him one more time, mm-hmm. yeah, man, you in, you in trouble, dog. Yeah, I, but you know what, though, bro? <laughs> First of all, can I say something to him? Hey, what? dog, yeah. you know you know what? At your house, man? You brought are you price. for real? Yeah. Your creep spot is at your house? How dumb. I don't. You know what, man? Look, so I got people, people have uh, moments of infidelity. I, I get it. I get it. I ain't judging you. But, dog, there has to be respect to it. Like, like man, when I hear dudes, oh, man, man, my wife came home early for work and I had another girl in the bed. Dog, in your wife's bed, dog? You're, that's see, disgusting. man, once you, once you do that, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Ain't nobody got nothing for you, man. Ain't nobody got nothing for you, man. And grainy or not, you know your husband. She knows who it is. She knows it's No, him. no, surely she don't know it's him because she going to get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. The moment that woman think mm-hmm. it's him, mm-hmm. no, no, no. It's, it must be real grainy. <laughs> okay, real grainy. <laughs> you know your man when you see him. I would him. know him, yeah. All right, uh, James is an iHeartRadio app in Cam- um, 
radio app listener in Canada, Steve. I recently moved to Canada to do stunt work for a movie, and I've been dating a beautiful girl that's made my transition go smoothly. There's just one problem. She's a mulatto, and I'm black as tar. She loves to touch my skin and call me her dark knight and licorice stick. Uh, she said I'm the first black man she's ever dated, and she's asked me what it's like to be black. I told her she is black, but she doesn't get it. Should I try to educate her before she gets around my black female friends? <laughs> yeah. And they, let her, they let Not her have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to need to do that, though. Uh, 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 What's uh, that? You need to do that because Melinda and Keisha and uh, uh, Tanya, they're they not going to be able to. Yeah, yeah, you need to educate her real fast. Now, that's cool that she's intrigued by it. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand it. You know, your mm. dark night and all that. All that's cool. But, you know, mm -hmm. you need to watch all that when you get around other people. See, yeah. you accepting this dark night stuff because you having sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, People that's not having sex with you not finna be your damn dog night. Yeah. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You finna get this candy cane. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we have enough time for this one, Steve. So you can we'll elaborate throw it out right if you quick. want. All right, Yvonne in Southfield, Michigan says, I'm in my early 60s dating a very handsome man. That's a few years older. He's perfect for me in all ways except one. I prefer to be nude 90% of the time when I'm at home, and that's a problem for him. When he met me, I was barely dressed. <laughs> we can't do it. Oh, we this is getting this too is good. good. We'll be back. Tommy's run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in national news, Joe Biden, our president-elect, has officially won the state of Arizona. Yay, yay! Yeah, yeah. And uh, entertainment news, President Obama admits the uh, presidency caused a marriage strain with he and Michelle. We'll talk about all of this at the top of the hour. What? But right now, the nephew yeah. well, this is this one causing a strain on us all. So. Yeah, stress. Yeah. Stress yeah. is hard. Yeah, stress. Yeah, hey, is. can I ask you a question? Can you comment on TikTok? Yes, I don't know. You can like okay. them and comment. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I think so. Let that me... was a good old man question right there, though. You know that? Yeah. That was real. <laughs> that let, me, was look, real. let me go ask Tasha. Tasha! I don't even yeah, know. <laughs> I, don't, I said I don't know. Uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's pr Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Can you bring me some paper? Everybody has been asked that at one time or another. Can you bring me some paper? Need to be close to the person that you asked, but can you bring me some paper? Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hello? Uh, I'm trying to... Charles? I'm, I'm looking for a Charles. Yeah, this Charlie. I'm, I'm sorry, this who now? This Charlie. How can I help you? Hey, listen, um, I, I'm... You by, who, I'm, who am I I'm, speaking with? I'm sorry, this Scotty, man. I'm, um... I'm house-sitting for Rita. She, oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She told me she was going out of town. What can I do for you, brother? Uh, how far y'all down the way, man? Yeah, I mean, how four or five houses? Yeah, I think, uh, let's see. Yeah, we four houses down. Okay. Now, she left me a number, man. Left me y'all number, and then she left Miss Doris number. I tried to call Miss Doris, but then nobody answered the phone. Yeah, she normally in church around this time. Rita said she was going to be gone for a minute, so you, you say you down there? Right, right, right. And she told me if I got an emergency or anything, that I could reach out to y'all and call y'all. Right, right, right. Okay, are you are you busy right now, man? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of cooking my wife some dinner, 
and uh, got some meat on the grill. But other than that, you know. Okay, I mean, you 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 are you able to help me out with something right quick, or you got you got time for that? Well, like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking. If it's something I can help you with, I, I you know I don't mind coming down there and and uh, showing you or doing whatever it is that we need to do. Okay, Charlie, would you happen to have any paper, man? Any paper? Yeah. Um, I, I think I got some newspaper. What you trying no, to? No, do no, 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 no newspaper. I mean some paper. You got some paper? I what notebook paper? No, see, man, listen, Charlie, I, like I say, man, my, my name is Scotty, man. I know you don't know me. I done got myself in a little situation here down here at Rita House, man. And I, I, I didn't, man, I'm in a situation. I actually am in the bathroom, man, and it ain't no paper in here, dog. So you saying you want me to bring you some toilet paper? I mean, if you don't mind, dog, I'm sitting here, my legs ain't got none, my can't my feel my... My my whole lower body, man, from butt down, I can't feel nothing, man. My feet, everything that went to sleep on me. Uh, hold up. Babe, this dude down here at Rita House saying he want me to bring him some paper because he didn't got none sitting on the toilet. Man, look at here, bro. I'm in the middle of cooking. I wish I could help you, but, you know, well, I, mean, I, I can't you come here. You say you ain't about four hours a day. Can you just run down here right quick? I'm at the back door open. I, I say, man, I understand all that you're saying. But like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking for my wife. We're having a little special occasion because our kids and stuff gone, and I can't just leave her like that just to come bring you no paper. Now, what I can tell you to do is if Rita got one of them towels or something I'm that you like to use no on. towel, man. I'm not using nobody's towel. Like, that's disrespectful, man. Okay. Hey, but lower your voice. Man, you calling me to help you, and you acting like I caused you to not have no. I understand. You're okay, to have okay, Charlie, Charlie, in the Charlie, I got that. Go All I'm asking for just it ain't gonna take no more than two, three minutes. Run down here right quick and bring the paper, man, and then you get on back to your dinner. Well, what you it sound like what you need to do, bro? You said you had an emergency. I thought the house or, uh, or the dog had got out, or, or you had locked yourself out the house. But I'm not gonna come down there and bring you no paper because that don't sound like an emergency. That sound like some personal. And furthermore, you in the bathroom, just jump your out your clothes and get in the shower and wipe your No, I'm not finna dog. That's like I say, I'm numb right now, man. I need some help if so, you don't So mind, you want man. me to come down there, bring you some toilet paper, pick your numb You can't get up out the toilet if I would to help you legs today. That's why I'm trying to tell you, I'm in an emergency, man. Okay, well that like I said, man, that don't sound like an emergency. That seems like a little quick fix. Get your drawers and wipe your with your drawers. Throw them Way go get you some more. I, I mean, I'm not finna walk four houses down there to bring you some toilet paper. Your legs numb. How how you gonna get up and open the door? Dog, the back door is open. All you gotta do is come in here and, and and reach in here and pass me a roll of paper, man. That's all I'm asking you to do, Mr. Charlie. I understand that, but I'm not finna come down there and bring you no paper. I'm not finna bring you. Man, bring me some damn paper down here, man. Show you my body numb, man. Say, man, who the hell you think you hollering at? You need me. I don't need you. Well, won't you do something, man? You see I'm sitting here in a situation? Now, Rita left y'all number that y'all will help me while I'm down here house watching, man. This here crazy, baby. Man, what the is wrong with you? You gonna call me asking me to bring you some newspaper. I told you that I was on in the middle of fixing me and my wife some dinner, and you come calling me talking about some paper, man. I don't want to hear no about no and I ain't coming down there to bring you no paper, man. Hello. Charlie, is you going to bring this paper, man? Man, look, like I told you before, I ain't going to bring you no 
paper down there. We don't wipe no on this street. Like, hold on, man. I can't just, you can't just leave me here and I'm numb like this. I'm not going to come bring no grown man, no toilet paper, because he irresponsible when he go into the restroom. You too wrong for that. You, uh, this is a situation, though. This is an emergency, man. Man, that don't sound like no emergency. That sound like a personal problem that you got going on. Damn, I'm going to you before when I get off of here, man. You done pissed me off. I don't give a about you being pissed off, man. Matter of fact, as soon as you get your up out of there, you so Bad, you come on down here. I'm coming. Yeah, that's what you do. I'm coming down there the way I am, just like this here. And I'm gonna whoop your for not helping me while I'm in a situation. So we'll bring your song. I got one more thing I need to say to you that I'm gonna do. Is you listening? Bring your song. I got some snakeskin shoes that fit right up in your clean up all that. I got one more thing. Is you listening? Man, what the man? Like I said, what what the. You got to say, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your neighbor Rita. Ain't this a bank? That from the radio station. Is this Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Yeah, yeah. I'm a whoop Rita. Got you calling my man. You had me. I was gonna come down there, man, and break that door down and whoop your. You better be glad I'm eating. I can't believe this. <laughs> man, you had me. I was putting on my shoes as I was talking to you. I'm coming down there for real. You call me talking about you need me to bring you some <laughs> paper. <laughs> you wait till I talk to Rita. <laughs> she didn't get it. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. Y'all playing practical jokes on folk, man. Hi, <laughs> y'all. At the park, baby. Not the Pizark. Play too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing all weekend, baby. I am in the up, up, Uptown Comedy Club, Atlanta, GA. Friday night sold out. Saturday night sold out. Sunday, the 5 o'clock show was sold out, and I just added another one at 7.30, y'all. 7.30, the nephew has added a show in ATL, Uptown Comedy Club. Uh, COVID friendly, which we're going to have you spread out all throughout the room, all right? All right? Can't sell out what it normally do, but... I'm going to make it do what it do. Come hang out with the nephew all weekend long. ATL, here I come. All right. Be safe, nephew, and be hey, funny. I know can you're going to do something, all that. Um, How much does an astronaut suit call? <laughs> <laughs> what, Steve? What were you going to say? Uh, not after that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. You have nothing. <laughs> Just wait some other time. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll take your phone calls. 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The countdown is on for President Barack Obama's new memoir to hit stores in recently released excerpts from A Promised Land. That's the name of the book. We find out, among other things, a real deal on how the presidency affected his marriage to First Lady Michelle Obama. While the president and first lady always presented a happy, united front for the world to see, it wasn't as rosy behind the scenes. It was as if confined as we were within the walls of the White House, all her previous sources of frustration became more concentrated, more vivid. Whether it was my round-the-clock absorption with work, these are President Obama's words now, or the way politics exposed our family to scrutiny and attacks. Fortunately, the Obama's love story continues, and they celebrated 28 years of marriage, thank God. Uh, Meanwhile, a promised land hit stores on Tuesday. Wow. 
Love that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's called marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. called marriage. It is. Uh, it's you know, work. It, and yeah. he's the president. <laughs> you if know. you think that somebody job. has uh, just a happy-go-lucky, oh, my God, it's so beautiful, mm-hmm. it's got its issues and problems, every last right. one of them. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, again, President Obama's new book called A Promised Land hit stores on Tuesday. And other news, CNN projected that Joe Biden, Joe Biden, our president-elect, has won the state of Arizona. Yes, congratulations. He now has 290 electoral votes. Still and when so we get through counting, Georgia, how many are we going to have? When we get through, how many after that? One million. We yeah. said that <laughs> We don't care. Yeah, he won, period. He won. Yeah. yeah. Still, President Trump is refusing to acknowledge these election results. Uh, in an upcoming interview with 60 Minutes, President Obama says this is a dangerous path. He is concerned about Republicans honoring Trump. Take a listen. I'm more troubled by the fact that other Republican officials who clearly know better are going along with this, are humoring him in this fashion. It is one more step in delegitimizing not just the incoming Biden administration, but democracy generally. And that's a dangerous path. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm-mm-mm. It's really sad. We, we all see it. Like the commercial says, we see it. We all see it. But no, <laughs> everybody but him. In other news, federal, state, and local e- election officials said yesterday that the 2020 election uh, was the most secure in American history. All right? Oh. Was the most secure in American history. Directly contradicting Donald Trump's repeat of a false claim that a voting machine system deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. <laughs> you Come need to really now. stop. Come on. Now. This is a fantasy you're living, a fantasy world. Jeez. Oh, Why are you laughing, Steve? <laughs> and what was all the Republicans doing while this 2 million votes was? Because they work at the polls. Yeah, yeah. Stop believing. The, 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 they called the uh, voting uh, system a democratic system because it was for democracy. Yeah. That's the, it's called a democracy. That makes it democratic. We have a democratic voting. We have a democracy voting system. That's what it is. Stop with this play on words, man. Republicans are at every voting poll. Uh, Republicans get to see every single ballot just like Democrats do. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Man, let's come on. Well, what else? <laughs> Tired of his <laughs> what ass. Else you it's got? Friday. It's well, Friday. they say he's worried about his money, too, Steve. Did you, did you hear that? That Trump He's worried is? about his money. He's worried did, about going to jail. He yeah. knows. That's why that he wrong. can't mm-hmm. concede. He got to fight everything he can. This man, if, if you had the ability to pardon yourself, even mm-hmm. as the president, you can only pardon yourself from federal crimes. Okay, because he said he but might do that. He's considering that. To pardon yourself from federal crimes is to ad- admit guilt. Mm-hmm. Which now, when he Ru- goes Russia. away and we get rid of Barr mm-hmm. and we get a new attorney general and a new leader, mm-hmm. all of that uncovered documents from the Mueller, mm-hmm. all that's getting opened back up. And so now we're going to see the real things of it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what Mueller said he couldn't do, somebody may be able to do. So he's got to try to figure a way out of that. But he will not get out of the stuff in New York. 
Well, that sounds like a personal problem. That, yeah. That's not Sorry. a problem. Sorry, you know, you should have done something about COVID, all of that. You you know, come on. And he's sitting in the White House doing nothing. He won't give these people a stimulus bill. People are hurting. Mm -hmm. 700 more thousand people just filed for unemployment. See them unemployment numbers that came out the other week? I told y'all they were false. Yeah. Employment went down because so many people fell off the record books of unemployment. Now, 700,000. 700,000 people mm-hmm. had Claims. to file for unemployment this Claims. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People mm-hmm. are in food lines. Mm-hmm. We need a stimulus package. He said he wasn't signing a stimulus package until after the election. After the election. Slash mm-hmm. would mean after I win. Right. Now that he lost, yes. he ain't said nothing about that. Not he ain't said nothing about these deaths. He spent six minutes out there at the soldier, at the uh, uh, veterans veterans thing. memorial. Uh-huh. He just went out there to make a show, and he got on in his yeah. car. This dude's yeah. so fake, man, full of it. Yeah, <sighs> I, selfish. It, it's just too much. It, it's exhausting. It really, really is. It's How exhausting. How could you vote for him? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand, this. I don't understand. and believe him. Yes. Believe? How can you believe? These? They believe lies. everything he says. You know, I but know. this is one lie that you have to prove. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I won. You lost mm. by five million, dog. Five million? <laughs> he's embarrassed. <laughs> he, he's embarrassed. <laughs> That's all I mean, personal problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Steve? We got to see what the people say and what they think. Uh, we've been. <laughs> so call us 877 Steve. 877 Steve. Coming up at 20 minutes after. Phone calls right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Carla, you and love why going wasn't rogue. I in the commercial anyway. Right. Carla, you love going rogue. You're having fun. Girl. The all new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Go ahead, girl. Built for adventure. Okay. Like All right, you. so let me tell you about this. I love this. I could do this every day. Listen, so one year I went to a taping with my girlfriends to the Oprah Winfrey show back in the day mm-hmm. in Chicago. So we were standing in line. You know, you got to do what they tell you to do to go inside. Mm-hmm. So the line split. So my girlfriends, they went to the left, and then I went to the right. I went to the other side, and they was like, get back over here. Get on this side. I said, no, I want to go on this side. The line's shorter. Y'all come over here. Anyway, they let us in. So they had to go with, you know, you got to move with the crowd, move with the line. So they went to the left, and then I went to the right. We sat down, you know, because you don't know what the show is about or anything like that. Right. So as Mm -hmm. the show was going on, Oprah comes out into the audience and sits in the audience. You remember how, like, American Bandstand style when Dick Clark is Uh sat right in front of me. She turned (laughs) around. She looked at me. She said, hey, how you doing? I turned around. I I said, me? Oh, hey, Oprah, hey, Oprah. (laughs) And I looked at my friends. Nah. Nah. Going rogue, rogue, baby. Yes. India Mm -hmm. Irie and Alicia Keys was on that show. It was the Yes, yes, yes. The all new 2021 Nissan Rogue is built for adventure with five different drive modes that can take you anywhere, anywhere, darling. Let's go rogue. All right. Thank you, Carla. (laughs) Now let's go to the phones. We're going to get rogue right here. Go rogue to the phones. Uh, Let's go, Steve. (laughs) Right here. Names are just for you. Line one. Let's go to Lonnie out of Tampa. Uh, Lonnie. I can't feel no better. (laughs) Hey, Lonnie. 
What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, man, I heard the funniest thing on talk radio, conservative radio the other day, and I almost wrecked my car. What did you say? know they mad? They mad about the election, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So dude called in. He said, well, tell us how you feel. The dude said, you know, I'm starting to question God. <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. Wow, Lonnie. lost. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I'm they starting can't... to question God. Wow. Mm-mm. They can't take it. Oh, uh, please, uh-uh. man. Not not on, on Trump's. On, when it comes to Donald Trump, you need to thank God. Amen. Amen, amen again. Enough is enough, man. We've had enough of this guy. We've had Mm -hmm. enough of the divisiveness, the hatred, the unpresidential manner. He's just not a good person. That's the part that throws me about people who vote for Trump. He's not a good person. Man. Yeah. All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after, more phone calls. 877-29-STEVE. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's holla at the people. 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. Let's go to line two and talk to Austin out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Oscar? Austin. Austin? Good morning. What's up, man? Talk to me. Good morning. Um, a big fan of the show. I can't even believe I'm talking to y'all right now. This is... This has definitely made my year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, being from Alabama, you know, I hope one day before I leave this earth, um, I looked it up during the election. We haven't went Democrat since Jimmy Carter. So before I leave this earth, I hope to see Alabama turn blue again. Okay, that probably ain't right. happen, but, you know. That could help. It could <laughs> help. It could. <laughs> Because yeah. I didn't think we'd have a black president in my lifetime, so highly right. possible, man. Right. All we got to do is keep voting. Mm-hmm. That's All we got to do is keep voting. We just mm-hmm. had to keep voting, man. It's going to happen for us, brother. Martin Luther King said, I may not get to the mountaintop with you, but we as a people will get to the mountaintop. That's going to happen. Yep. Yes, sir. I can see the edge of it now. Let's go. Ooh, all right, line. Thank you, Austin. Line three, let's go to Lee out of Dallas. Lee? Hello, good morning. How y'all doing? Hello, Lee. We just fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, sweetie. Thank you. I good. just want to tell you, it's more good people than it is bad people. And you see that in the election. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, we go, uh, I love government and I love history. I used to teach. You mm-hmm. go back to when this Epstein man came up dead. If mm-hmm. you write down and do your paperwork, like these detectives do on 48 Hours and all that. See, I'm a thinker. Mm. Baby Epstein, uh, William Barr is in that circle. Trump is in that circle. Julian is in that circle. Now, where you ever seen a man that don't have a teaching degree and Barr's dad owned that school and they let Epstein in there to do all that to them little girls? That's why he ended up dead. But... Okay. Mm. Ooh. All right, uh, yeah, Detective. There's a lot uh, in that phone night. call. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. I'm right. a teacher. Yeah, Watch 48 hours. That's our show, <laughs> too. I'm a yeah. thinker. That's I'm my show, thinker. too. Epstein, <laughs> she, had, she had a theory going on that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going on to line four, and we're talking to Isida out of Silver Springs, Maryland. Isida. 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 Mm-hmm. Isida. 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 
Hey, hey, hold on. I was just repeating what Shirley said. Yeah, yeah. I said Shirley that. told me I see to. Now, you want to be our setter? You guys are my people. I see that's the last okay. week when she came over here and I set her down when she came in the house. Whichever I one you want to be. Now I set her what's going on. Good morning, my people. You guys are my people. Okay, well, you are our we people too, baby. Same language, we dance in the same field with the same music. But guys, let me tell you, I love you guys from bottom. Under God's feet. I love you all the way under God's feet. My dear, this guy they call Donald Trump. I'm from Sierra Leone, from Africa. This guy they call Donald Trump, Satan has spit in his mouth. Satan spit in his mouth. Satan and he is talking about mouth. coming back in 2024. Me movement, we are coming, we are at the door in 70-something days. Nature movement, we are coming to knock on his door. So thinking about 2024, no way, because I told God, I said, if Donald Trump wins again in the United States, I'm not calling him down. I am going up to him and asking him why. You ain't going to get nowhere near Donald Trump <laughs> if he win again. Um, I appreciate I you calling, you. baby. Really <laughs> do. It. Thank you. Didn't understand that. Damn thing <laughs> you said. I'm getting ready to leave. I'm getting ready to leave this show. I appreciate the phone call. I thought my was coming out. I did hear Africa. Again, you heard Sierra it. Leone, I think I heard that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about nothing about the dancing in the streets. It's the same music in the fields. I love that. Accent, I didn't know if he was having a, she I know beautiful. a history moment. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell. I mean, you know, that's why I ain't took a you phone call in a long end. while. That's why we stopped taking phone calls. <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, it's early, you know, ain't done a phone call in a while. Nephew Tommy, bring phone call after what? that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lie, Coming lie. up. At the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I couldn't give her a baby, but he did. Jesus. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. We want to thank uh, our Sita Seta. Uh, <laughs> Seta. Calling me Seta. whoever she was. I Seta. Thank you, but uh, I Seta. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. Come on now. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway. I'm try to go yeah. back to the... Phones one day, but we gonna need a break after her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we'll get to the strawberry letter in a minute. First, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Oh uh, well, you know, first of all, it's time to go rogue with today's prank phone call, Let's sir. Go. That's Let's it. All go. new 2021 Let's Nissan Rogue is built for adventure with five different drive modes that can take you anywhere. So let's go rogue. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a little quick rogue story. This is about three years okay. ago. Got a text. I hit a link on the text. I open it up, and it tells me how, you know, this this came from Will Packer, and he lets me know how he didn't, you know, on, he got all these shows finna happen on own. And I'm like, hey, man, congratulations to you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. And then he gives me a call, and he says, Tommy. I said, yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, man, 
it's time to go to work, baby. I said, what you, what you, what you talking about, Will? <laughs> come on, man. I need you to come host this show. I was like, uh, uh, come on, man. Don't prank me. Do not prank me like this. Don't hurt me like this. <laughs> you don't you do recognize this to me, prank, Will. Please. Don't do this to me, Will. He said, no, nah, Tommy, we finna go to work, man. I fell on my knees and cried, y'all. Oh, my God. That's how you go. Row. Right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to go ignorant for you right Ooh. after going rogue. Calvin done lost his mind. Calvin done lost his mind. Come on, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Bree, please. This is Bree. Hi, Bree. This is Officer from the Dallas Police Department. Yes. Okay. Wanted to give you a call, ma'am. We have your husband, Mr. Calvin. Is there any way you can actually come down to the police station today? Um, are you sure it's my husband, Calvin? Is he Calvin? Yes, that's my husband. Okay, we have Calvin. He's been picked up for a Class C misdemeanor. And, uh-huh. and I wanted to see if you're uh, able to pick him up. We're not going to press charges. There is a $250 fine that needs to be paid, but we I'm giving you a call. He asked me to call his wife to see if you would actually come and pick him up. So is the $250 fine due as soon as I get there? Uh, yes, we do need the $250 fine. Okay, well, because I don't, I don't have it. I'm going to have to call his mom and get it. But what is he there for? Uh, he was in decent exposure, ma'am. He was in a park. Are you familiar with Lakeside Park? Yeah. Okay, he was out at Lakeside Park, and he was in decent exposure. He had no clothes on. He was with another person. Uh, another uh, female out there, and they had no clothes on. Wait a minute. Hold the hell up. You, you, you are making a big mistake because Calvin's supposed to be at work. That's what the hell Calvin's supposed to be, not at a bar. So you're saying that you saw him. Were you the detective that caught him? I'm not the, saw him? It's not a detective. There was actually a police officer, ma'am, that actually brought them in. They both were brought in here um, about two hours ago. He's been processed. Huh. He has been processed, but we need somebody to actually come pick him up now. And, okay, and, okay, this get, okay. Well, tell me, um, what is the who is the female? What's the female name? Is y'all arrested too? Uh, is she there with him? She has been arrested. She's actually on the other side of the uh, jail. She's on the woman women's oh. side. Okay, can you give me her name? I do not have have her name in front of me. I will be able to have that a little later. Or, um, but right now, I think more importantly, he's he's actually sitting in a holding tank with not with no clothes on. So I wait a minute. I, I mean, Calvin done lost his god mind. I'm not coming to pick him up for no Let me tell you what you need to be telling Calvin. You need to tell Calvin that he need to come up with two hundred and fifty dollars to get his just got himself in, and then he need to come up with some more money to pay for this divorce. Cause I'm handing him these papers, and you tell him, y'all y'all do it for him. I'm going to call his mama, and she can come get his I know well Kevin have his fat no walk this clothes down. Now, where he get this old freak freak from? They found for all they got to see that. You know, that's what they taking now. Uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to call his mama, and I'm going to tell She ain't going to believe me because I wanted to bring her down there. She always on his side, you see. She always on his side. So I want to take her on up there and see her son with his head up there naked, and then and then, and then she, and then she let him explain that. Yeah, but he got to tell him, you tell him, you make sure you tell him that I said that he get himself out of this situation, I'm not coming to get his and he ain't bringing his back here. Let him bring his back up here if he wants to. Okay, uh, uh, Miss Miss Bree? Yes. Alright, I just got some paperwork in here uh, about who the actual female he, 
he was uh, arrested with. She was also out there at Lakeside Park. And uh-huh. uh, let's see here. It seems like we Ooh. got a Miss Francis. Francis. Uh, uh, s- Francis. Francis, you sure you found a Francis out there naked? Yes, ma'am. Are you? I'm sorry. Do you know a Francis? Yes, I know Francis. That's my sister. <laughs> okay. Well, can I say something else about your sister? Can I tell you this? Go ahead. Francis has got me to prank phone call you, baby. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bree, you just got pranked by your sister Francis. <laughs> Oh, Lord, Jesus. If I tell you what I just done on this phone, I can't tell you the radio. Francis, I was getting ready to come up there and knock all four eyes out. And I know damn well Kevin wasn't up there naked. I mean, he's not doing it like that. I mean, they don't even really get along. I mean, I'm like, is that what they're all about? Really? Excuse me. I ain't got time for all this. I'm going to get Francis. Thank you, though. Hey, can I ask you something, Bree, baby? What's the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm <laughs> right here to baby. Yeah, that was a good one, nephew. That was a good one. Calvin done lost his damn mind. Damn, man. No, Calvin ain't somewhere with his pants around his ankles. Calvin's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> supposed to have his ass at work. That's what Calvin's supposed to be. <laughs> Tell them to come up with that 250 and some more for the divorce. <laughs> for the divorce. Because I'm not going right. to And don't come back here at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> Tell his mama uh. to go up there and see him naked. <laughs> 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 wow. I'm right here, baby. The nephew yeah. back in front of the microphone. It goes down and starts tonight. Uptown Comedy Club in Atlanta, GA. Two tonight. They sold out. Two tomorrow. They sold out. Friday, I have added a show at 7.30. Come get you some. The nephew is in town. COVID-19 safe. I'm going to have you spread out all across the room. Laugh in your mask. How about that? That, that go to hook. Laugh in your mask. <laughs> Laugh it. in your mask. Hey, stay safe. I'm with yeah. you on that yeah. one. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. stay safe. Yeah. Laugh yeah. in your yeah. mask. Yeah, now, now you're trying to save yourself. Uh. <laughs> you took your ass down and now you want to laugh in your mask. Is that what's going to happen, though, Tommy? Do they have to wear a mask in there? No, nah, they don't have to wear a mask in there. Oh, they don't okay. have to wear a mask. We're going to be spread all the way out. So, you know, like if, if me, you, and Shirley went together, we sitting at one table and we eight good eight feet away from the next table. So they spread out oh, throughout okay. the whole room. Okay, yeah. if you come together, you can sit together, but if yeah. you don't, okay, I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Social Because y'all was in the yeah. car together Social. anyway, so if you got COVID, your ass was in the car. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had it before you got in the room. That's for sure. Ride together, check in together. Mm-hmm. That's it, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need well, some laughter say. right now, Yeah, we, exactly, sure. exactly. Sure. Do you have any Corona man. jokes for him this weekend, Tommy? Uncle Steve, that's pretty much all I got. Corona, being in the house with my wife since February. Yes, mm. I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Homeschooling, watching my wife be a teacher that her ass really ain't. I got a lot going on. <laughs> She's not qualified Careful. to teach. All Careful. right. <laughs> Me neither. Careful. <laughs> Just be a careful. little warning from your boy. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're sold yeah. out. <laughs> yes. All That's good. a good thing. Next mm-hmm. during COVID. We're going to talk about that. A lot. Oh. a lot. That's been ha- oh, it's a lot that went down. Mm-hmm. And all 22 of my COVID testings, because I've been tested 22 times, y'all. Yeah, I'm not tape your show. Yeah, ready yeah, to just, love. Just to tape my not show, to me, I had it to ain't. Hey, ready All right, to love. <laughs> you have more right, than me. Uh, strawberry yeah. letter yeah. coming up next. Yeah. I couldn't give her a baby, but he could. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, today's strawberry letter is brought to you by the all new. 2021 Nissan Rogue. You all right, nephew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's built for families and is ready for all types of rogue adventures with five drive modes. It is so versatile and can go almost anywhere. Uh, we love it. We love it around here. Now let's go rogue with today's strawberry letter. They're always rogue, right? <laughs> if you need Seriously. advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I couldn't give her a baby, but he did. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 53-year-old man, and my fiancé is 35. We've been together for four years, and from the beginning, she told me she wanted to be a mother. I was married before, and I've got three children, and I've had a vasectomy. As our relationship got serious, I told her I could get my vasectomy reversed, and I would give her a baby. I visited my doctor, and I was told that I had a bit of scar tissue from the surgery, so it could not be reversed. I was um, scared to tell my girlfriend, thinking it would be a deal breaker, but she took the news well and told me there are many other ways for her to have a baby. I didn't really think about what she said, but a few months later, I saw what she meant. Uh, I, I had just proposed, and I got a hotel suite to celebrate. She threw up all night, and she didn't drink any champagne. The next morning, I asked her if she was pregnant, and she admitted that she was. She told me she'd been thinking about her biological clock ticking, so she took matters into her own hands and asked her boyfriend to go half on a baby. X, X. Her ex-boyfriend, yeah. Asked her ex-boyfriend. That's That's very important. I couldn't believe it. But what's more shocking than that is the fact that I'm still with her. Despite what my friends and family think, I'm going to support her and raise the child. The only problem is that her ex-boyfriend doesn't want me to adopt the baby. He wants the child to have his last name. Should I fight him on this or should I cancel my wedding plans and let them raise their child together? I say... No, do not fight him on anything. Your fight is not with him. It's with her, your trifling fiancé. Sorry to say that, but um, she's the one that brought your ex into this uh, situation. Uh, And and he's making demands now. I I mean, I think this is such a selfish move on her part. And uh, on the other hand, you offered to reverse your vasectomy for her, offered to raise the child uh, with her, I, I think you're a really good man. I, I think you are. 
Um, she knew you had a vasectomy, I'm sure, when you guys got together. You've been together for four years. She's created this big mess. I think she should have discussed her options with you, and you guys, meaning you and her, could have discussed this and decided on this together. I think her ex, her ex needs to back up. Uh, the baby isn't even born yet, so he doesn't have any rights right now. Uh, uh, she, she's married to you, or she's going to get married to you. I, I think he's causing major, major problems. Problems, and he will when the baby gets here. I think it's up to you if you want uh, him in the baby's life. But really, I say to you, let her go. Let her go. I mean, sh this is a mess, and, and she created it. Um, I, I think there are plenty of women who want a good man like you. The, the length you would go to for this woman, I'm sure if you love someone else, you would do the same thing. I think, yes, she and her ex can raise this baby together since they got together without your knowledge and, uh, you know, created this baby. Steve? Uh, I, I have a different uh, take on this letter. Um, first of all, bruh, I couldn't give her a baby, but she did. The 53-year-old man got a fiancé 35. That's what you call age reversal. You know, I, at 62, I was working out with my assistant who was 26. That's age reversal. That's, you know, you, you have some of those ages. Like if you're 73 and you know somebody 37, you know, it's a little funny little thing. If you're 25 mm -hmm. and you know somebody 52, it's called age reversal. It's a little fun thing I do sometimes with okay. people I'm around. Just call age reversal. When you're in a relationship, that's tough. Because that age re reversal is real. <laughs> so now she wants something that you can't give her, a baby. Because you had a vasectomy because you was married before and you got three kids. Now you can't get the vasectomy undone because you got some scar tissue. So you go and you tell her, but you're scared to tell her because you think it's a deal breaker. And it was. Yeah. It was exactly that, a damn deal breaker. But she took the news rather well. <laughs> you know why? Because mm -hmm. she went, oh, okay. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> and then she told you it was other ways to have a baby. What other way? Mm. If you got a vasectomy, it, it, the only other way to have a baby ain't going to have nothing to do with you. <laughs> so I said, okay, bro. All right, whatever you want. You ain't think nothing about it. Then you proposed to her. You got a hotel suite. She threw up all night, didn't drink no champagne. Mm -hmm. Next morning, you asked her if she was pregnant, and she admitted she was. It's a lot missing in this letter, but okay, <laughs> dog. She just said, yeah. She told me <laughs> that she'd been thinking about her biological clock, so she took matters into her own hands and asked her ex-boyfriend to go half on a baby. The next line this dude wrote was, I couldn't believe it. Mm. It's so much in this letter, I can't believe. I can't believe you had the first moment of disbelief in this damn letter. Mm -hmm. I come back, I'm going right, to straighten yeah. it all out. Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. I couldn't give her a baby, but he did. Coming back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I couldn't give her a baby, but he did. 
So this 53-year-old man got a fiance that's 35. Age reversal. Don't ever work <laughs> out usually. Uh, she wants to have a baby, but he been married before, and he got three kids, so he had a vasectomy. Then the relationship got serious between him and the young girl, and uh, she wanted to have a baby. So he said he'll get his vasectomy reversed. He went to the doctor. He got some scar tissue, so he can't reverse the surgery. He was scared to tell his girlfriend because she thought it would be who thought it would deal, be a deal breaker. We find out it was. He told her she took the news rather well and then said to him soon as she told him that there's other ways, you know, to have a baby. Well, I ain't really think about it. And so then for a few months, then he found out what she meant. He just proposed to this woman. They got a hotel room to celebrate. She threw up all night. She ain't drank no champagne. The next morning, I asked her if she was pregnant. She admitted that she was. She told me that she'd been thinking about her biological clock, so she took matters into her own hands. Here we go. And asked her ex-boyfriend to go half on the baby. Mm. Then the dude in the letter, guess what he said? I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the 53-year-olds? Yeah. But now, here's what's more shocking than that, he said, is the fact that I'm still with her. Despite what my friends and family think, I'm going to support her and raise the child. What? Okay, fool. See, this this way I have to step. Now, look, listen to me. Y'all can think it's noble and all of that if you want to. Yeah. But they wrote in to the strawberry letter to me and Shirley. Mm-hmm. I think you a damn fool. What is wrong <laughs> with you? You know, Shirley can have her opinion because there's nobody right in this letter. You have the right to your opinion. But I see this totally different, man. First of all, man, what the hell are you talking about? And then come talking about uh, and 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 despite what my friends and family think, I'm just gonna support. And Why you tell everybody? <laughs> you stupid right there. Your friends and family, man. You know she done went and had this baby on me, but I'm gonna raise it and support it. Cause you know what? A lot of your friends and family done said what I said. You a damn fool. What's wrong with you, man? What the trust factor here? The deceit here. When was she going to tell you she was pregnant? Right. When was she going to tell you? She was just going to show up and start showing? When was she going to tell you, dog, and you got a vasectomy that can't be reversed? You can't have a baby. When was she going to tell you? Why did she not bring the plan to you to see if it was okay with you? Mm -hmm. Because she didn't care what you thought. You took your old ass down there and found out you couldn't get the vasectomy reversed. Now you didn't talk and you thought it would be a deal breaker. Now, here's the look. Now, here's the problem. The only problem is, this the only problem? Boy, there's so many problems in this damn letter. He get down to the bottom. He say the only problem is that her ex-boyfriend doesn't want me to adopt the baby. He wants the child to have his name. Should I fight him on this or should I cancel my wedding plans and let them raise their child together? Wait a minute, man. Let's go back. The only problem is that her ex-boyfriend doesn't want me to adopt the baby. Mm -hmm. It's his baby. This is what you don't understand. 
This ex-boyfriend ain't creating a problem. This ex-boyfriend is going along with what he said he was going to do. See, you stupid now. Should I fight him? Fight him? Fight him with what? It's his baby. He don't want you to adopt it. He want the baby to have his last name. Because it's his damn baby. And should you fight him? And do you know why the ex-boyfriend don't want you to adopt the baby? Do you know why the ex-boyfriend wants the baby to have his last name? Because you don't know what the agreement was between your fiancé and her ex-boyfriend when she proposed to him to go half on the baby. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) This is a life, man. This ain't a car. You ain't renting an apartment nowhere. Let's go half on the rent. Let them have it. You drive the car on Thursdays and Wednesdays. I get it on a weekend. Mm. This is a baby. You can't go half on a baby. That's a song. Yes. That's a, and a stupid-ass song. Yeah. Listen to me. I, you, you don't even know what their agreement was, bro. So you are losing this battle, and then he don't want you to adopt a baby. You can't adopt a baby that belongs to another man who wants to be in his life. You don't have a fight here, dog. He wants to have child to have his last name him. because it's his. And they went half on the baby. Should I fight for him or should I cancel my wedding plan? You don't have no wedding, dog. <laughs> you ain't got no wife. And I let them raise their child together. Yeah. Mm. Ain't no, did she come to you and ask you to help raise it? You volunteered to raise the child. She didn't ask you that. All right. uh, Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. I have to start this story by just saying, oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. All right. Uh, Denzel Washington and his family are safe. Yes. (laughs) Los Angeles fire crew. You feel me, Carla? Los Angeles fire crews responded to a possible fire at his $35 million home. Denzel's family escaped safely. Smoke bellowed from a second floor window of his four-story mansion. Uh, Fire inspectors searched inside the walls, believing that embers may be smoldering and causing the smoke. And it was determined the smoke was caused by furnaces in the home that were recently serviced. It's been cold this week for Los Angeles residents and temperatures have been stuck in the 60s during the day, but have dropped into the 50s and 40s overnight. Again, I say, oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Child, I can't handle it. Not anything else in 2020. Yes. Nothing. Uh Uh-uh. Wow. Denzel. Thank goodness. The family. Everybody say. Yes. Denzel. Yeah, it is. Remember when you introduced us to him, Steve? Carl and I. Oh, yeah, I remember y'all embarrassed me. I remember that. No. We, we embarrassed yeah, you? Embarrassed yes, the yes. sugar, honey, ice yes. tea. Yes. Wait, wait a minute. That's yes. when, oh, let me say this thing. Wait. Going rogue. That's yeah, when going we went rogue. rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I we went right. I, I couldn't, I just probably, I said, Dan, I'm sorry, man. What, said, what, said, what, what did first, we do? What did we do? We, the way you acted? What? I, I was just like, hi. No, no. Denzel, that's all I did. Louder, panting louder. And both of y'all at the same time. 
like y'all had been on a dog track somewhere getting chased by wolves. It was Denzel. What did you want us to do? I don't oh see my the God. Problem. Oh, 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 oh Denzel. Hold I said, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait hold up. Not, but the, Steve, introduce us to Denzel. I said, yeah. we, ain't, we ain't got time for that. Uh, what uh, you mean you ain't got time? All right, all right, all right hold on. He was leaning then, against that pole. He was so then, Oh, my God. And then, yes. then, and then, come in, man. I want you to meet mm-hmm. the ladies from the morning show. Hello, ladies. Oh, God. I, that's I what did fainted. it. That's what almost did it. fainted when he oh, said Oh, that's it. what did it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bleak spoke to me. I almost yes. fainted. Bleak. Oh, More better booze. Yeah. So, Steve, if we've never thanked you for that, we want to thank you again because that was one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> Just want to say. Hey, where was the fire tell. last night? Uh, I think two days, a couple of days. Yeah, ago. a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You got to text him? Are you Send me the number so I can text him too, Steve. Yeah. If us too, right. so we can make sure he's okay. Yeah, send us hey, the number gonna, so we can text We're going to take phone calls. <laughs> Speaking of Denzel, call Denzel, 877-29-STEVE. Call us, Denzel. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, your dreams have come true. Yesterday, we talked to Lazarus on the lines. You asked for Moses and Nicodemus. Well, guess what? We're what? going to the phones, 877-29-STEVE, line Five. Let's go to Moses out of Baltimore, baby. What? Oh, God. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do hmm. it? Won't he do yeah, it? He will. Come on, Moses. <laughs> hey, Moses, what's up, man? Yeah, um, I listen to y'all every morning. So I was just sitting around talking to, you know, like some of the crew. I got uh, John the Baptist, Matthews, and Dalton <laughs> Thomas over here. So uh, Peter said he hoping that they do have to drag Trump out of the White House. He said if they have to do that, he wishing they call him because he haven't cut an ear off in a long time. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kept it biblical, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. man. All right. Calls is taking a little turn for the dog. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't sound like Moses. <laughs> no, not at all. Very disappointed. It got, it got, yeah, yeah. Very disappointed. <laughs> Let's go to line four and talk to Isaiah. Yeah, when I, when I, when I want to season them. Yeah, out of yeah, Mississippi. Moses. Isaiah? Okay. Let's hey, go to John. line one and talk to John, yeah. We're still in the Bible. Out of D.C. Uh-huh. John. Let's stay in the Bible. Hey, Steve. Good morning, Shirley, Tommy, uh, Uncle Steve. Hey, I just want to say to you, man, that I listen to your radio show every morning. And when you give your inspirational speaking about Jesus about the boxes and stuff that God has for us. I want you to know that that's true. Keep saying that because I believe in that, and some boxes have been open for me. But one thing I wanted to say to you, Steve, was this: when you talk about that um, and you talk about Jesus, I, I realize that when you share your story, that you, me, and a lot of people have praying, praying parents. And a lot of times from up yeah. above, they still praying for us. And that's why yeah. the boxes and stuff still continues to open. Yeah. Be blessed. Love you guys. Thank you, man. That's a true statement. Thank you, man. John. Yeah. I I know for a fact my mother watching me. Uh-huh. All Amen. right, let's go to line three. That's uh, right. And talk to Yolanda. A fact. Of, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, sorry. good morning, everyone. Um, out of Marietta, yeah, you know Georgia. My name Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my name may not be in the Bible, but I am a seminary graduate in ordained clergy. <laughs> um, the reason Praise why I call him. is because I live in Marietta, and I just want people to know January 5th here in Georgia, it is an important runoff. 
Yes, it is. Um, we all know in Georgia, it could be an ice storm, could be a snowstorm. So you can go to the Secretary of State website and order your mail-in ballot today. Let's mm. not take any chances. Um, right. Even if Ossoff wins and a Republican wins, it is still a tie in the Senate, and the vice president is the tiebreaker. That is how important this vote is in January 5th. It is important to this country. It is important to the world. So let's not take any chances. Um, those black men who had issues before, well, Warnock is a black male. So there's no problem now. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and no, listen, true. man, we have an opportunity to register even more voters right now. If you set out this election for any reason at all, we forgive you, and we are inviting you to become a part of something. So if you set out this election for whatever your reason, if you cast a vote for Kanye, whatever you did, you have a chance to rectify. We forgive you. You had a brain fart. You lost your mind. Something popped off. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you was thinking about. I don't know how you thought sitting it out was more better. No, you have a chance to register. You can register to vote now. All next week, you can register to vote. You can early vote. You can get your votes in. We're going to give you all that information for Georgia. We, Matter of fact, we're going to have it for closing remarks. Closing remarks, I will tell you how you can vote, if you can vote, why you, when you have up to register, and we're going to win this. Let me tell you all something, man. Do you know that you will send a message to the world and to the White House that they won't be able to deny? There will be no more consideration that black lives don't matter because everything mm-hmm. matters once you start taking people's position, power, and money from them. And you have, a, you have a chance to do that January 5th. That's right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Uh If I have to beg and plead for your sympathy, I don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg. Sing hard, boy. Please don't leave me. (laughs) The temptation. (laughs) Shout out to Detroit. Yes. Man, yes. Detroit. I, Detroit always been my city. See, I ain't, this ain't no jump on the bandwagon. I've I been up Detroit, man. Mm-hmm. It's just my joint. I love mm-hmm. Atlanta, too, man. Atlanta showed up. Philly, man. Y'all just clown. Milwaukee, Dallas, mm-hmm. and Houston damn near turned Texas blue. Mm. We went for Whoa, it. wouldn't that have we been something? We went for it. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we went for it. <laughs> Texas, so How many in Texas, Carl? And we still, 30? 39, I think, electoral 39? votes. God, yeah. And don't forget, we still have work to do in Georgia. We still have work to do in Georgia. Phase we are going two. to get this information for my closing remarks. I will be telling you the last day you can register. Mm-hmm. I will be sharing with you how we can vote, if we can vote early, how it's done, and where to vote. We are going to sh- turn up, turn out. Show up, show out at the poll. We're going to prove it to them for the non-believers. We're going to show them who we are. We're going to flip the Senate. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
You know, I'm always ready to go rogue in the all-new, versatile 2021 Nissan Rogue. It's perfect for someone like me. Just perfect, baby. I'm always on the go. And it has five different drive modes that fit whatever kind of mood I'm in when I'm behind the wheel. Check out the 2021 Nissan Rogue. And while you do that, I'll tell you about my Rogue attitude. A few years ago, you might remember this, Carla. A few years ago, at the hoodies, we're backstage, uh-huh. all of us chilling, okay? Uh-huh. All of a sudden, this man comes up to me, seemingly out of nowhere, but he wasn't. Anyway, Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. comes up to me and he kind of whispers in my ear, Stevie Wonder would like to speak to (gasps) me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my exact reaction, Carla. I was like, huh? (laughs) Stevie Wonder wants to talk to me? (laughs) I was nervous, 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 but you know, I had to go rogue. I had to go and find out what Stevie wanted to say to me. All right. So this man took me by the arm, took me to Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder wanted me (laughs) to escort him on stage. You know, Stevie always has someone escort him on the stage. He picked me that night. Yes. Oh, my God. I remember that, too, sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> he did know who I was. He asked for me. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, don't try to kill my dream. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I could have grabbed him. <laughs> you he know, I've been messing with, with Stevie about this this whole time. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Y'all yes. are friends, for sure. I know, for sure. But, yeah, that was my Go Rogue story. I mean, I ended up just escorting him on stage. When, when I left, he gave me a kiss, and he got on the piano. I think he started playing... Uh, <laughs> I don't, oh my Something God. For you. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. All I do, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. But anyway, that that was a, a moment for me. It really, really was. Um, so that's check out the. so cool. <laughs> it, it really, oh God. I'll never forget that. I had on that chartreuse dress, girl. I remember. <laughs> I remember, girl. <laughs> anyway, go rogue, go rogue, go rogue with the 2021 Nissan Rogue. Woo. Love it. That's so I know. Cute. I don't. I don't think, Steve, you knew at first because you, you were telling me to get off the stage. What are you doing on stage with Stevie Wonder? And I was like, he asked me to come up here. I'm not just up here. Oh, there's Stevie Wonder. Let me go on stage with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I went rogue. Oh, 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 it ain't, be, it ain't beneath y'all now. <laughs> no, it's not, but not that time. Remember this the Stevie Denzel Wonder. incident. <laughs> Well, you got to shoot your shot. And yes, go yes, yes. <laughs> but that, that was quite a moment, yeah, when he asked me that. It yeah, really was. all good. Uh-huh. All good. All good. We were all excited. All. I was like, oh, no, you're not going to believe what just happened, Stevie. <laughs> I remember that. I, my mouth dropped open. Look at Shirley. <laughs> what is she doing? It was fun, though. That good was a times. whole bunch of fun. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It really, really was. Yep, so, cool. so Steve, we have you to thank for Denzel. <laughs> we'll never forget that. And we then- have to take, thank, take, thank Steve for a, a lot of just baller moments. Yeah, <laughs> oh, in what? life. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Thank There's you. more to come. Yeah. It's more to come. 2021. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have even gone to Paris. Balling. (laughs) Oh, we did Africa. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Cabo, Bahamas. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up, last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only, we love you, Steve Harvey, <laughs> right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day, our last break of the week. What a week it has been. Man, it's crazy. Hey, we have some voter information for Georgia Mm -hmm. because we really want to get this understood. There is a runoff for two Senate seats in the state of Georgia on January the 5th. Now, all of our listening audience is not in Georgia. They are all over the country. But everybody got somebody in Georgia. Call them, get on them, let them understand that you watching them, you need them, and you counting on them. Call all your people in Georgia. Here's the deal. To vote in the January 5th election, you must be registered no later than December 7th. So there were a lot of people, believe it or not, who set out this presidential election for whatever the reason. You have a chance to right that wrong, to correct that mistake. We forgive you for not voting. Mm-hmm. We forgive you for sitting it out. And it's so let bygones be bygones. But in the words of Offset, do something to feel like you are a part of something. This gives you a chance to be a part of something. This is all to me and to my listeners and my people that I'm talking to. This is all a part of Black Lives Matter. We sent a clear and concise message to them that Black Lives Matter, and we had the help of a, of millions of non-black people who came to our aid and assistance with this Black Lives Matter. We had a millions of non-African Americans who came to the aid of this country and voted for Biden-Harris ticket. But why do I know that? Because there are approximately, give or take, unlike the election, million here, millionaire, 35, 36 million black people in the United States of America. The man won the vote by 75 million. Certainly all 36 million black people are not able to vote because of age problems. Most of them are kids, right? They can't vote and register. So we had a lot of everybody who caused this election to turn out. But if you watch the election in real time, like all of us did, you watched Michigan turn blue because of Wayne County, because of Detroit Flint. You understand? They showed up and they showed up and they began a landslide. Then you watched them come down here to Atlanta and all of a sudden the turnabout began with Savannah, with Columbus, with Atlanta, Fulton County, DeKalb, all of that. Atlanta showed up and then you turned around and watched the same thing happen in Philly. And in all those cities, they went to the urban areas. You already know who that is. Let's stop playing. You already know who that is. So we watched ourselves. We watched the power of what our vote can do. Now we have unfinished business because now that Biden and Harris is going to be the next president and vice president, we have to help him get these measures through. Look at what this administration is doing right now. They don't mention COVID. COVID is running rampant in this country. It's out of control. They don't mention it. They have not mentioned the stimulus package. Man, there are people in this country that need help. They ain't bought up health care since they lost. He ain't left the White House to talk about nothing. Went out there and did that fake ceremony for six minutes for Veterans Day to act like he care, which he really don't. And other than that, you ain't heard nothing about he won't, he shame a fox, he mad, it's a fake election. Hey, brother, brother, 
is people still dying in this country and people turning up six and we're in a crisis. You're not mentioning it because all he worried about is whether he's going to get back in office. We have an obligation in Georgia to help uh, Biden and Harris have a mandate where they can get some things done. And we need these two Senate seats. So in Georgia, we are voting for Ossoff and we are voting for Warnick. Raphael Warnick and Ossoff. What's his first name, John? John Ossoff, Ossoff and Raphael Warnick. That's who we're voting for. And we're going to replace, we're going we're gonna to get them two Senate seats and we're going to get some real things done. Now, you have until December 7th to register. To early vote in Georgia, you have from December 14th to December 31st to early vote. And you can vote early. We're going to get it done. If you miss all that, January 5th, we're going to be in line. And we're going to get it done. Now, listen to me, young people. I want to say this to you. Every generation has the dumb and ignorant amongst them. Every generation. My generation had it. And they had a voice. It is amazing how the dumb and ignorant voice is heard above the calm of reason and love and logic. And you have them amongst you. I'm not going to call them out. You know who they are. Y'all young. Y'all been buying their music, listening to them talk and all this here. But you have the dumb and the ignorant amongst you. Just like we had them amongst us. Everybody got a microphone, don't need to talk into it. And just because you can make a hit don't mean you can make sense. Hey, man, y'all start thinking more seriously and put some checks and balances in place for these people. If you ain't with us, then who you with? If you ain't for us, then who you for? It's amazing, man, how people get some money and then forget about what it took to get there to the money and forget about the people that are still in the hustle and grind trying to make their money. Now, all of a sudden, you got enough money to say, I don't give a damn, so now you don't give a damn. That ain't right, man. Call out those people in your generation that are the dumb and the ignorant amongst you, and you all with good sense do the right thing. We got to vote. Voting changes things. That's all I got to say. I can't stand dumb and ignorant people. I can't stand them. Gets on my last. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 